planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Hey, this is Harlot from the Butcher Babies. This is George Corp from the Fisher from Kendall Corp. Hey, this is Rex from Kill Devil Hill. It's Wednesday 13. This is Jazz from Devil Driving. This is from Water. You're listening to Rabbit Noise. On Rabbit Radio. Turn it up. Hey, Lou, this is Lou Bell. Hey, how are you, mate? How you doing? Good, dude. Good. Thanks for uh, joining us on Rabbit Noise. How are you going today, man? I'm good. I'm good, man. A little cold here, but I'm looking forward to coming there and getting back in the sun. Oh, uh, yeah. Are you in uh, New York at the moment? Yeah. Nice and chilly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's definitely nice and warm here, man. I think you're going to have a blast on this tour. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it a lot, man. Yeah, man. Well, we're definitely um, keen to have you guys back. It's, it's going to be unreal, uh, especially with Refused and High Tension. Yeah. I was. Uh, we were talking about that the other day. Uh, I've never heard High Tension before I saw that they were on the bill, so I looked them up, and I couldn't believe, you know, I was like, wow, these guys are, you know, they really deliver. So we were all like, we got to be on our toes, man. I think it's going to be a, a, a case of where each band pushes the other bands, you know, so that we're all going to be at our peak and, and playing our hardest. So it's going to be a very high-energy show. Oh, definitely, man. Uh, high Tension are probably one of our best bands in the country at the moment. Um, just phenomenal life. And I definitely think they'll keep up with you guys, that's for sure. <laughs> awesome, yeah, and refuse too, you know. I mean, that's what we were. I was saying to the guys uh, the other day was, you know, it's, uh, we're going to be sandwiched between two great bands, so we gotta we got to be on the top of our game. So no going there for like a vacation, you know. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Sure, you could get a little oh, bit yeah, of off stage. Yeah. <laughs> off stage, all right. <laughs> well, dude, I want to say uh, congrats on 30 years of Sick of It All, because uh, that's, man, that's such an amazing achievement. Thanks, man, thanks. You know, considering, you know, most fans, you know, they're lucky to last 10, 10 years, you know, if they're lucky, and you guys seem to have pushed through all the ups and downs of the industry. Was there a time that seemed like it was the hardest? Uh. Maybe not from the industry, like probably just personal stuff. Like, you know, we've always had this thing where uh, I think we've had, you know, like every band, you have arguments and stuff like that. I think there are only like two major ones, and it was always stuff where we, you just had to sit back and say, like, do we want to continue? Then we got to compromise and be cool with each other, or, you know, you're going to hold on to your stupid grudge or your ego and ruin the ruin the, the only thing that we love, you know? And that's what it came down to is that's kind of like how we've done it, where we we don't let the, your ego run away. I mean, we can fight like everybody else, but in the end, you got to like, you know, you got to turn around and be friends again and shake hands because we got to keep going. Definitely true what they say about bands being like a marriage, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and another thing, of course, is uh, your voice, man, still sounds killer after all these years. I mean, have you got a secret? <laughs> my thing is I don't know what I'm doing. That's what it is. So. 
I just keep doing it. Uh, it the way I the way I scream and stuff the way it, uh, to me it's 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 more like muscle control. So like when we're off tour, if we have a long time off a tour and I don't go and rehearse, even if it's by myself, it gets really weak and it sounds like shit. You know, I'm not gonna lie to you. So I go every once at least. If we're off for like three weeks, I I definitely have to go to the studio at least two or three times before we get back on the road. Uh, when we have long periods off, like a, a few earlier this year, we were off for like a month and a half. And uh, about two weeks before the next tour, I started going to the studio. I couldn't even last 20 minutes. I would scream for 20 minutes and lose my voice. So to me, it's it's always consistently keeping it warm and you know keeping the uh, mm-hmm. the muscles going. You know. Yeah, I find that myself, man. If I take a, a month off, yeah, it takes me a little while to get get my voice cranking again it could be really yeah perfect. i, I kind of i'm kind of jealous of my friends that actually sing because i know guys who smoke and drink and then they won't do a show for like a month and then get up and belt out a song perfectly i'm like god i hate you guys i wish i learned how to sing instead of scream but you know and now i'm stuck with it so. <laughs> oh man it's awesome though and uh of Thanks. course man you know after all these years have you found that you know you've got your original fans bringing their younger kids to the shows and stuff like that. It's become more like a family affair. Yeah, in some cases, it's funny. We had guys uh, bring their kids, and, and uh, sometimes a whole family, like the wife, the husband. We've had shows where years ago people have come up and they asked us to, oh, can I propose to my girl here? And then they'll show up like, uh, I remember two years ago, uh, this couple showed up in Holland, and they were like, do you remember back in 1994 you let us, you know, get up on stage and I proposed to my wife and now uh, they brought their kid to the show and the kid was psyched wearing a sick of it all shirt. So it was pretty funny, you know. It's it's humbling too. You're like, wow. Would it have that impact on people's lives, man? It must be pretty special. Yeah, it is. It's it's cool. Like I said, it's humbling. Sometimes we don't know how to react. We're just so happy we smile, you know. It's like you can't say anything but thanks, man. I'm glad they stuck around and that they, they enjoyed the they liked us that much that they they got their kids into it, you know. Uh, and uh, of course, man, uh, I, I was talking to Dennis from Refused uh, a little uh, while ago, and he said that he grew up listening to you guys, and that you know it was really special for him to be able to play shows with you guys and tour with you guys. Have you had that experience yourself, where you've toured with your own musical heroes and become friends with? Yeah, I mean. Uh, uh, Back in 1989, we got to tour with the Bad Brains in the United States. And, like, for us, the Bad Brains were the, you know, they were the pinnacle. They were the band. And uh, they were doing the the Quickness album at the time came out. And we were lucky enough that they had an opening slot. And we did a, a short tour with them from the Midwest down the West Coast. And we got to know know the guys. and And to see that every night, like, that is one of the best live acts you've ever seen in their in their prime nobody mm-hmm. could touch them and it was just amazing that we got to see that every night you know that must have been an amazing feeling to just be you know just i guess let's say you've made it but to be on that to, to be classed on that same level as your heroes you know yeah it, it, it is it kind of makes you it's it's a little surreal you know you don't really believe it um uh, i mean we're indebted to the guys bands like you know uh 
AFI or, or it's been the guys in Refuse who have gone on and become, you know, much bigger than just the punk and hardcore scenes. But mm-hmm. they turn around and they, like, feel that they owe us something for inspiring them or whatever. And, you know, that's really, again, it's really humbling, too. You're like, you know, I'm glad that, you know, you know, these people feel that way. And it's also, I think, it's because we weren't dicks, you know. We've played shows with bands where either the crew or the band themselves are kind of like, you know, standoffish and uh, disrespectful just because you're an opening act. And I don't think that would be cool, you know. I I, I don't want to be treated like that, so we never treated any band like that that has played with us, you know. That's awesome to hear, man, because, yeah, you hear of it so often, hey, and it's such a bummer. Yeah, and it's weird. It's like, that's like some 70s rock shit, you know. It's like, I remember reading a story about uh, the the band from uh, uh, Detroit, not Detroit, from uh, Michigan called Grand Funk Railroad, an old 70s rock band. They they were on a, the opening act on a, uh, for Led Zeppelin one year, and they were blowing Led Zeppelin off the stage everywhere they went in the U.S., so they got kicked off the tour because they were too good. How fucked up is that, man? Wouldn't you step up your game if you were Led Zeppelin, you know, <laughs> instead of taking the easy way out? Yeah, so that's, that should be the challenge, man. It should be, you know, that friendly competition there instead of... Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that. we've done stuff where we, you know, I remember uh, back in the day, like around 94, 95, taking uh, uh, the band Snapcase from uh, Buffalo, New York on tour, and they were the hot young band, and people were like, what are you guys, crazy? They're young, energetic kids, and we weren't even old at that time. And we were like, "Well, we're energetic too, and you know, these kids are—they like our music. We like theirs. Let's go on tour together." And it, what it did was make us play better every night, you know, because Snapcase would go out there, and even if the crowd didn't know them by the end of the set, the place is going absolutely crazy. So we were like, "All right, we got to be on on our best tonight," you know. Oh, totally. That's awesome, man. And, of course, you've toured Australia a bunch of times, including the Soundwave Festival. Uh, is there yeah. one tour here that, you know, has been the most memorable for you? It's hard to say. I mean, I think the very first one, of course, because it was the first, and it was so... Uh, everything was new and exciting, and uh, it was it was just absolutely crazy, you know, just running around trying to get... getting there and not having the right equipment and doing this and that. But, I mean... We've had a lot of fun tours headlining. Uh, I think from the Soundwave, it was the two sideshows we did with Madball that were completely amazing. The clubs were packed, and people were just going absolutely crazy the whole night. It was a lot of fun, you know. And I think it, we had more fun doing those two shows than the actual festival. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the festival was good, but those shows were just, and uh, you know, it's it's hard to explain it. You had to be there. They were just so packed, and from the first note to the last, the crowd going wild. It was awesome. And you've probably seen some pretty crazy shit over the years, too. I mean, your your live shows are pretty intense, man. Yeah, we have we we learned from the best. Like I said, we were on, we had the Bad Brains. We had uh, back in the day here bands like Murphy's Law and the Agnostic Front, the Crow Mags, Reagan Youth. They were all great live bands. Like they didn't just get up and play. They got up and they expressed themselves like the music moved them, so they moved. And that was the same thing with us. We started out as kids going to metal shows, and we wouldn't just stand there. We'd be, like, thrashing all around. And then when we started getting into punk and hardcore, going to those shows, everybody moved. Everybody danced. Everybody stage-dived. 
And when we got up on stage, it was just like we wrote songs that made us want to dance and stage dive. So we did, you know. And, man, it doesn't seem like you're uh, going to be slowing down or, or uh, you know, stopping anytime soon. Another 30 years on the menu? <laughs> I don't know if another 30, but, uh, yeah, we're still we're still in pretty good shape. Uh, it still fires. It takes me a little longer to get going. You know, like I need, like, 22 hours of sleep, and then I can get up on stage for an hour and go wild. <laughs> Do you find that, uh, you know, after doing it so long, you know, it's uh, harder to recover? the next day after the show or do you get sort of through that point to that point where you just your body can just take the punishment it's funny like at the beginning of a tour if again if we were off for a couple of weeks or more the first few shows your body's all stiff after but then by the third one you don't even notice it anymore you know and then when you go when you come home from a long tour the second you relax that's when everything hits you because all your adrenaline goes and then then your body's like, hey, idiot, you're you're not 19 years old anymore. You know? <laughs> That's awesome, man. Of course, have you guys got plans for another release soon? I mean, you've just released the EP when the smoke clears uh, yeah. last month, month before. And you yeah, know, yeah. That, that's awesome, man. I love it. Uh, you guys got another plan for another release soon? I think uh, well, our plan is we're try- we're going to do the States uh, for two months, which we haven't done in a long, long... We haven't toured the States like that in 10, 15 years, where we did the whole United States. We've done, mm-hmm. you know, like an East Coast run, then the West Coast, then Florida and Texas, and then, like, up in Detroit and stuff like that in the middle of America. But we haven't covered the whole U.S., so that's our project for the summer, and that's what we're going to do. Uh, I suggested, and we haven't agreed on it yet, that at the end of that, in August, we sit down you know, and just start writing. While we're on tour, we're going to write, we're always writing riffs and stuff. But I think in August, we should sit down and start thinking about and hammering out the new record. And I think it should, it will most likely be 2018 to come out. Awesome, man. That's exciting times, man. Well, uh, thanks again for joining us on the show. And we'll see you and the boys at the Tivoli on Friday, January 20th. Yes, thank you. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 